That was really beautiful. That was really, really, really beautiful. What a way to worship our Lord and Savior this morning. That's really, really, really splendid. Let's bow our heads. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. This morning, I, I want you to review with me a passage in the Bible, probably familiar to, to many of you. Um, one that uh, tickled my uh, imaginations during the course of the past month or so. And I, I want to lift some ideas and some uh, thoughts that I hope we can use to make ourselves better and to make our society a better place. So if you have your Bibles, I'd like you to turn to Deuteronomy chapter 2, and we're going to read verses 16 through 18 and verses 24 and 25. That's Deuteronomy chapter 2. We're going to read verses 16 through 18, and then verses 24 and 25. Deuteronomy chapter 2, we're going to be reading verses 16 through 18, and verses 24 and 25. And there the Bible says, and Moses is talking here, there the Bible says, So it was, when all the men of war had finally perished from among the people, that the Lord spoke to me saying, this day you are to cross over Ar, the boundary of Moab. And then in verses 25 and 24 and 25, he says, rise, take your journey and cross over the river Arnon. Look, I have given into your hand Zion, the king of the, the Amorite, king of Hezron, and his land begin to possess it and engage him in battle. This day I will begin to put the dread and fear of you upon the nations under the whole heaven, who shall hear the report of you and shall tremble and be in anguish because of you. Israel is once again on the banks of Jordan awaiting marching orders for their conquests of the promised land. Now, almost 40 years have gone by since their first attempt to conquer the land. Now, they are back to possess the, 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 the land promised to their fathers, the land promised to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Moses stands before them at Kadesh Barnea, the staging area from which the original invasion should have been launched, and addresses them. Moses could have chosen many things to talk about, but instead he reminisces about the consequences of disobedience, both personal and national. Like most of his generation, he too will not enter Canaan because of his disobedience. Jehovah does not take disobedience lightly. 
disobeying God's instructions is dangerous and can bring on serious backlash. God chose Moses to deliver Israel from Egyptian bondage. From the beginning of Israel's quest for freedom, God emphasized the need for them to be obedient to his instructions. Successful deliverance would depend on obedience to God. However, obedience was not easy for Jacob's children. I can tell you that Obedience is not easy. Living with grandchildren has provided me a, a, a re-education on some fundamentals of how uh, human behavior operates. I, I, I will not bore you with uh, a list of all the things that I've found, but today I would like to emphasize one major observation. Human beings are by nature disobedient. If you doubt me, I want you to observe the behavior of a child. They want to do what they want to do, when they want to do, where they want to do, and how they want to do it. Disobedience refers to a lack of compliance with or outright refusal to follow the rules, regulations, or the will of one in authority. So tell your toddler not to go into a particular cupboard, not to touch a particular thing, and see what he or she does. I guarantee you that the toddler will do exactly what he or she wants to do. Having started life totally dependent on mom and dad, the toddler soon gains a sense of independence, not governed by informed reason uh, or guidance from some responsible authority, uh, but, but they set off to do exactly what they want to do despite admonition not to do it. Now, this is exactly how people behave in relationship with God. It's how Israel behave and how others behave. When encouraged by God not to follow a particular path, we assume authority and unilaterally choose to follow the path that seems pleasing to us. M Moses reminds the current generation of Israeli children of their father's disobedience, highlighting some of the major mistakes that they made. Moses recollects the first time God brought them to the land of the Amorites to possess the land. Rather than trusting and obeying God, they decided that they wanted to check out the land for themselves. When ten spies came back or returned with an evil report, the nation decided to act on what the spies said rather than on what God had commanded. Rather than walk by faith, they decided to walk by sight and, and decided not to go up and conquer the land. They felt that they were merely grasshoppers in the eyes of giants. Sounds familiar? When we have direct instruction from God, we would rather check the situation out ourselves and make decisions for acting based on our own conclusions rather than on what God says. 
Moses also recalled their experience at BLPR. Despite the command to avoid idolatry and sexual immorality, when the Israelites arrived at Belpure, they decided to mingle with Moabite maidens and, and indulge in sexual in the sexual worship ritual honoring Baal. This is something that was abhorrent to God. One Simeonite young man was so brave that he brought a Midianite woman to his tent to indulge, even though God had pronounced judgment on Israel for committing that sin. It was as if God said, what God said did not matter. Uh, just like toddlers behave. Uh, a, a sentiment that is quite prevalent in our culture today. We live in a culture that would rather revert to pagan ritual, uh, pagan sexual uh, practices and rituals rather than follow the, the, the commandments of God. When the cows finally come home, uh, when we uh, reap the whirlwind of, uh, of disease, when we realize the failure, that failure to comply with Jehovah's rules has yielded, yielded disastrous consequences uh, and results, we, we uh, are not able to um, uh, cope with what happens and our life comes to uh, shambles. The resulting plagues that followed these offenses in Israel led to the deaths of thousands of people, the unnecessary death of thousands of people, just like is happening in the United States today. We see the unnecessary death of thousands of people because of irresponsible behavior by others. Those people who died did not merely die, some of them died eternally because they did not follow God's commandments. That's why the wise man says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Yes, in the natural evolution of human behavior, Individuals tend to follow the inclination of their hearts. We want to follow our dreams, do our own thing, live like there is no tomorrow. This innate predisposition lends to disobedience and is the fodder from which the spirit of rebellion against authority rises. As we mature, we convince ourselves that we are the best masters of our own destiny. That no authority in heaven or on earth can provide acceptable guidance for our lives. Trapped in this cocoon of chicanery that promotes our sense of pride, that spurs our sense of self-determination, and stirs our quest for self-actualization, we promote the demonically derived ideology that we can make it in this life independent of God. It is a mindset that leads to separation from God and his ideals for our life. It's a belief system that elevates self, that promotes sin, and that glorifies the enemy of God. 
disobedience becomes an addiction that damns us to repeated episodes of relapse. We, we, we disobey a, a, a again and again and again, hoping that one day we'll get it right and prove God wrong, only to end up dead. Such a mindset ultimately reaps the uh, disastrous results for the individual and, and the broader society if it does not get checked. Jerry Moore warns, thus saith the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord, for he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in, the, uh, in a salt land which is not inhabited. Blessed, however, is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes but his, his leaf will be green and uh, will not be anxious uh, in the in the year of drought uh, none are or nor will cease from nor will he cease from yielding fruit and then god goes on to say uh, the heart is deceitful among all things and desperately wicked who can know it yes when we decided to when we decide to trust ourselves we find ourselves in conflict with god if we want if we want to be god's children if we want to be god's children if we want to be subjects of his kingdom and citizens of the heavenly Canaan, we must reject the disposition to disobedience. We can definitely learn from the uh, behavior of Israel as to how not to behave in pursuing this objective. For, for their experience, from their experience, we can see that disobedience occurs when there is misunderstanding of, distrust, or disdain for, an authority figure or organization. It also reflects uh, man's desire to be self-sufficient, uh, to be master of his destiny, to accomplish without the help of others, to be independent of God. This pattern of behavior originated in Lucifer and is reproduced in all who adopt uh, uh, his, his beliefs for survival in, in, in our world. It, it, it leads to contempt, to stubbornness, to unruliness, and outright insurgence. The, the behavior may not always be overtly hostile. It may be uh, 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 it may lead to a sense of disengagement or, 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 or disengagement or detachment uh, from persons, from corporations, or even from God. When we decide not to follow after what God says, we are 
as it were, allowing demons to possess us. We are allowing our behavior to be governed by demons. So, so when we choose to depart from where God wants us to go, we are, as it were, allowing ourselves to become uh, disobedient uh, uh, to God and to allow ourselves to be uh, possessed by, by, by demons. We must reject the behavior that is non-compliant with the divine directive because disobedience, um, this, because uh, this disobedience blinds individuals and, uh, and conditions cultures based on the fallacies that, that we uh, create. It destroys society by endorsing and encouraging actions that are built uh, almost exclusively on faults or deceptive information or, or, or passions of the heart. For example, rather than subscribe to the idea, the God-given idea, that all people are created equal in, and, and are uh, equal in, the, in God's sight and are valuable in his sight, many have adopted uh, uh, the philosophy or subscribe to the fallacy that some people are better than others based on the color of their skin, the, the, the family lineage from which they come, or from the financial status that they have acquired. This is pure nonsense. It, it, it is something that comes from the heart of evil, from the heart of Satan. Uh, uh, this belief leads, leads to inequality in societies and perpetuates many of the poor outcomes that we see in various segments of our culture. Uh, minority youth uh, are incarcerated uh, uh, and this becomes normal as we expect this behavior from them based on the fallacy that we, be, be, we believe. Uh, promiscuity becomes the rule and faithfulness in a relationship is not esteemed. Marriages fail uh, and, and this becomes the expected rather than celebrating marriages that, that, that last. D disobedience turns the world topsy-turvy and that's the type of world that we live in today. Who would think that the people of God could, could support slavery, could sponsor genocidal wars, could, could, could back bigotry or promote poverty, could approve lynchings or practice uh, prejudice? What kind of people who know the will of God, who obey the will of God, could, could de devise such behaviors? Those are behaviors that come from the pit of hell and we need to reject them. And the same sad thing that these very behavioral tendencies uh, uh, tend to pr uh, uh, promote still uh, persists in the hearts of many people today. Even some who call themselves followers of God. Unfortunately, as in Israel, disobedience to God's laws has become so widespread and accepted in our culture that we glorify its undesirous consequences, celebrating them in our songs, or poetry, or plays, and or movies. You would see things or hear things about the bad things people do rather than about the good things that God wants to see in our culture. Moses highlights the fact that Israel's disobedience had serious repercussions. It, it, it delayed God's intentions for the uh, 
personal and national success of his people. Rather than initiating the invasion of Canaan 40 days after leaving Egypt, they had to wait 40 years to commence the conquest. Uh, disobeying God, uh, God's commands continues to have serious repercussions even today in, in our culture. Uh, can we... Uh, uh, see these things happening and, and, and see the success or failure that happens in the lives of many individuals as a result of their unwillingness to follow God's way. Furthermore, disobedience must be rejected because it can deny us the blessings that God has promised, not only in this life, but also in the life to come. All those who left Egypt except for Caleb and Joshua had to die simply because they disobeyed God and some of them to everlasting destruction. I pray today that your disobedience to God's will does not result in similar consequences. I, I, I pray that you do not practice disobedience to God's will, but rather that you obey him and follow his commandments. In addition, one disobedience can drive, deceive, or dupe others into disobeying God's will, thereby imperiling their success. Ten spies, ten spies, ten men duped an entire nation into disobeying God, an action that caused thousands of people their lives. Are you allowing yourself to be duped by some man, some woman, some government, some organization, some group, some institution to seduce you into disobeying God? It is imperative that we reject impulses that urge disobedience and enlist the services of the supernatural to control our behavior. The innate predisposition to disobedience expressed through life must be rejected all by all who would be God's children and enter the heavenly Canaan. We we must and we must make every effort to extirpate extirpate some uh, such behaviors from uh, our minds and in our cultures. The deceiver of God's uh, children has led many to believe that disobeying God is the best choice. But this is a but this deception is a lie. God's government in this world uh, and His will for our lives can only survive if subjects surrender to the leadership of Jesus Christ. It is imperative that we subject ourselves to Christ's leadership and follow His commands. Jesus Jesus himself prayed, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6 and verse 10. Uh, the desire of Christ, or this desire of Christ, can only be achieved when people surrendered their will to God's will and do only those things that he wants us to do. It, it is imperative that, that God's will be carried out in this world as it is is determined in heaven. Only then can his kingdom have any impact in our everyday lives. 
our, uh, 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 our personal lives and in our communities. Uh, because we fail to surrender to Christ's leadership and, and keep his laws, racism abounds, Dis uh, diseases and health disparities persist, family discord arises, and church apathy continues. So today, the critical question that we must ask ourselves is, am I obedient to the will of God as directed by his word and by the Holy Spirit? The only way we can destroy this innate pattern of disobedience, the only way we can destroy sin and its consequences is to submit ourselves to Christ's leadership. When we surrender to Christ's leadership, and obediently follow him, God provides us a template for life, for living, and that template, that example that we follow is none other than Jesus Christ himself. But, but God does more than that. He doesn't only provide us a template, but he puts his spirit in us so that we can have the power to obey and live like him. And if this were not enough, he puts an aura of protection around us uh, and, and fear in the minds of our enemies. As we just read in our, uh, our scripture reading, he said to the children of Israel as they got ready to conquer uh, the, the Canaan land, that he will put the dread and the fear of you upon the nations, under the, of all the nations uh, under the whole heavens, uh, who shall hear the report of you and shall tremble. When we follow God, when we serve God, he puts an aura of protection around us. As the song says, the God who governs angel armies have set encampment around us and we do not need to fear any enemy. He assures us uh, of victory in our lives. To obey is better. We forfeit when we fail, or we forfeit victory when we fail to unite with Christ. The mission to enter Canaan was not an ordinary mission. It was a mission to preserve the lineage of the Messiah. Consequently, the leadership of Israel's army was not committed to a man or an angel, not even to Gabriel. It was committed to Christ himself, uh, who was existing in pre-incarnate form. Uh, the rock that Moses struck was Christ. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night was, was, was Christ. The captain of the Lord's army who, who guided Joshua to victory was Jesus Christ himself. On their first attempt to cross over Jordan, Israel failed because they did not obey the directives of the captain of the Lord's host. Disobedience to Christ's leadership will also result in failure in our lives if we do not listen to him. Only by accepting Christ's leadership can we find the, the, the mercy and grace needed for a successful struggle against sin and acceptance into the family of God. The Apostle Peter encourages us, uh, therefore, gird up the lines of your mind, be sober and, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that uh, is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as 
as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in your conduct because it is written, be holy as I am holy. 1 Peter 1 verses 13 through 16. All good coaches give pep talks to um, their teams before a game so that they can encourage success. But for Moses, this talk on the banks of Jordan was not merely one for the team. It had personal repercussions. He pleads with Israel to choose obedience to God. He, he recalls the, the young men, or to the young men of Israel, uh, the disobedience of their fathers and how, how costly this had been. How much heartache and pain and wandering in the wilderness and, and lives lost it, has, it had cost. But, but, but more so, he testifies of his personal experience with disobeying God. Because Moses disobeyed God, because he struck the rock when God uh, had told him to speak to the rock, he himself could not enter Canaan. He himself uh, recognized and knew the consequences of disobedience to God. This is a generation that he was addressing who had grown up knowing him as God's representative and the leader for their nation. They had seen miracles done by him. They had won battles under his leadership. They had listened to the good counsel and advice that he had provided them. Uh, uh, and, and now... Now he was telling them that he would not be able to cross over Jordan with them because of his disobedience. In God's economy, human maturity is measured by uh, a person's ability to comply with God's commands, not by the ability to which he or she thinks that he can determine what's best for themselves. The same manner that Moses... Uh, um, in the same manner that Moses was a type of deliverer uh, to Israel, so Jesus Christ is the antitypical deliverer for spiritual is Israel. Uh, Moses urged Israel to obey God's commandments uh, that they could be ready to reach the earthly Canaan. Similarly, Jesus Christ is encouraging us today to obey God's commandments so that we can be prepared for entry into the heavenly Canaan. He pleads with us, if you love me, keep my commandments and he continues he who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him God's will cannot be implemented and manifested in this world unless individuals choose to trust and obey him. Therefore, we must trust Jesus and practice obedience to his commandments so that his philosophy can become deeply rooted in our minds and we thereby can influence the world. Obedience guarantees us uh, 
presence, the presence and power of God in our lives. Uh, Isaiah laments when uh, the disobedience of, of of Israel, when he said, oh, that you had heeded my commands, then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been like the sand and the offspring of your body like the grains of sand. His name would not have been cut off nor destroyed before me, uh, says the Lord of hosts. And in Deuteronomy, he continues, Oh, that they had such a heart in them uh, that they would hear me, or that they would fear me and, and always keep my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever." Obedience to his instructions is what God wants to see in our lives. Absence of that will only result in failure in our lives. Just as it resulted in failure for the children of Israel, it it will result in failure in our lives if we fail to obey God. I want Janice to come sing a song for me now. Um, we, 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 We are a people of God who need to obey him and I pray that you will commit yourselves to loving God and to obeying his commands so that we can build a better me and build a better world when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word what a glory he sheds on our way while we do his good will he abides with us Be happy in Jesus. 
trust and obey. As Janice continues to sing. Not a I want you to know that no matter what you're going through right now, no matter what struggle you're facing, no matter what, no matter how difficult it seems that you are challenged in overcoming something that is pulling you away from God, something that you are finding it difficult to overcome, some challenge that you are facing that is difficult to extricate yourself from. I want to let you know that if you commit yourself to Jesus Christ, if you commit yourself to him today, that you can overcome because Jesus has the template for overcoming. And, and, and you can have, you can have the victory that you need. Today, one greater than Moses is addressing us and his name is Jesus. If you want to be a, 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 a or to have a better world, if you want to have a better life, if you want to have a better church, if you want to have a better you. I, I, I want you to surrender yourself to Jesus Christ today. I want you to give your heart to him and let him help you gain the victory. The only way to overcome disobedience is by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. Sing time. The only way to overcome is by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. So I want you to take every opportunity right now. Make that commitment to Jesus Christ. Make that commitment to him right now. I'm going to ask Janice to sing another stanza. And when she's done, I'm going to ask Elder English to come and pray for us to solidify these commitments that are being made right now. Whatever the challenge may be, surrender it to Jesus right now. Do not allow this demon to demolish your life. Surrender to Jesus now and gain the victory. Father God, we're so grateful for the message that has been presented this morning and the song that has been sung, that if we just trust and obey, 
that, Father, you will be there for us. It, 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 this really is, Father, as you've demonstrated a message of love, that you loved us so much that you sent your son to die on the cross for us, and that this son was obedient to you in the plan that sacrificed his life for our benefit. Father, you've asked us that if we love you, that we will follow and do what you would ask us to do. And even though the world has gone crazy and that what is good is now bad and what is bad, what was bad is now good, your truth remains the same. The same father we served in the biblical days uh, of Daniel and Moses and, and of the Israelites from then is the same God and the same standards that we have today. And all you've asked us to do is that if we love you, that we will be obedient to what you would have us to do. So, Father, we ask right now for the strength. We ask for the commitment. We ask for the boldness. We ask for the fortitude to be able to stand on righteousness, to stand on holiness, to stand on what is sacred and set apart, and be obedient to what you would have us to do. It is not just uh, for form or fashion, but, Father God, it is, it is for our spiritual benefit. It is for our health benefit. It is for our family's benefit if we follow what you would have us to do. So we ask for all these blessings so that when you come again, Father, you will say to us, well done, well done, thou good and faithful servant. This is my prayer in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.